Hello, welcome to another episode of What's Up with DJ. If this is your first time tuning in, my name is DJ. Each week, I bring you topics about current events, career development, holistic living, life hacks, and stories of inspiration and humor. So be sure to hit that subscribe button or that like button or comment and feel free to leave a review. Your comments are encouraged and appreciated, and I appreciate everyone who has left a comment and have had great things to say about the show. I really appreciate you. So I like to start each episode with a segment called What's Still Cooking? It gives me a chance to highlight things that I may have watched, read, or experienced over the last week that still may be lingering. So what's still cooking for me i want to say happy fourth of july i hope you enjoyed your fourth of july weekend and got a chance to uh see some fireworks and possibly get a few things on the grill to eat with family and friends i know traffic was crazy out there according to the aaa this holiday weekend is estimated to be the busiest since the pandemic begun with a total of more than 47 million slated to take trips. So get to your destination safely. So Cardi B and her husband Offset are expecting their second child. Cardi B showed her pregnant belly on Instagram days after she shocked fans at the BET Awards by performing along with the Migos wearing a Dolce & Gabbana sheer crystal-studded bodysuit body showing off her baby bump. If you remember, remember back in 2018, Cardi B announced during the performance of SNL she was pregnant with her first child, Culture. So I'm very happy for the couple. The CDC, the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, tweeted an image this week that got plenty of attention. The tweet warned, do not swim with diarrhea. <laughs> yes, diarrhea. People noticed that the image included a young girl going down a slide, leaving a brown streak behind her. Of course, this grossed out plenty of people while others pointed out are taxpayer dollars being put to good use <laughs> the gif is on replay so the little girl makes her mark repeatedly <laughs> but this is what the cdc wants you to know before you begin your poo activities so number one stay out of the water if you are sick with diarrhea i think that's since coming sense to most folks if you have been diagnosed with cryptosporidium don't go back in the water until until two weeks after diarrhea has completely stopped <laughs> number two no pun intended use test strips to ensure the water has the proper ph levels of chlorine and bromine to kill germs Number three, shower for one minute before getting in the pool. This helps to eliminate inactive germs. Okay, that makes sense. Don't, number four, don't poop in the water. 
for <laughs> for the person who needs to be told do not poop in the water just raise your hand so i make sure that i don't get in the pool with you <laughs> number five uh don't swallow the water god knows please do not swallow pool water number six from the cdc take kids on bathroom breaks and check diapers every hour now if i see anyone wearing a diaper in the pool my swim has come to a complete end. <laughs> so for the main topic this week, Bill Cosby's three to 10 year sentence was overturned due to a technicality this week. So Bill Cosby was released from prison Wednesday after the Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned his 2018 uh, sexual assault conviction. It's a dramatic reversal and one of the first high-profile criminal trials of the Me Too movement. So what does this mean? Does this mean that Bill Cosby is innocent? Well, in 2005, during a sworn deposition, Cosby admitted giving women quaaludes for sex during the deposition. Cosby answered questions from the prosecutor who asked Cosby, when you got the quaaludes, was it in your mind that you were going to use the quaaludes for young women that you wanted to have sex with? And Cosby did say yes to that question. Cosby was also asked during the deposition, did you give the quaaludes to those young women without their knowledge? And Cosby's attorney objected and told him not to answer the question. While Cosby did admit that he acquired seven prescriptions of quaaludes with the intent to give the sedatives to young women he wanted to have sex with, he had not admitted to actually drugging any of his accusers, accusers under the assurance that Cosby would not be charged in the 2005 sexual assault case. So there's a little deal made that if he was to confess to some to certain things, then no charges would be brought against him. This was done by the prosecution to encourage Cosby to testify in a civil case brought by Andrea Constand. The civil suit she filed against Cosby was settled in 2006 for $3.4 million which included a confidentiality agreement that prevented both sides from discussing its details. But in 2015, a federal judge unsealed those 2005 documents depositions, those 2005 documents, which included that court deposition in which Cosby acknowledged he had obtained quaaludes to use on women with whom he wanted to have sex. So that brings us to 2018. He was charged for sexual assault from one um from one of his from one of his accusers, that being Andrea Constan, the same woman who received $3.4 million from the 206 from the 2006 settlement. The prosecution used Cosby's testimony against him. This led to his conviction. So on this week, June 30th, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania overturned that conviction. So why was Bill Cosby's sexual assault conviction overturned? As I said earlier, 
his sentence was overturned because due to a technicality, not to mention good defense lawyers, ultimately the sentence was overturned because the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania found that the testimony Cosby gave in 2005 violated his uh, Fifth Amendment Constitution rights, which establishes the privilege against self-incrimination. So this prevents the government from forcing a person to testify against themselves. Um, the state must prove its case without the help of the defendant. So that was the technicality. So Cosby, remember, Cosby admitted under oath that he purchased prescription quaaludes to give to women with the intent to have sex with them. I to say it like five or 10 times. And giving quaaludes to, quaaludes to women to whom you you wish to have sex with isn't a crime um, because you know there was no evidence that was supported that it was non-consensual. So um, yeah, so it was never instantiated by Cosby or the prosecutor if Cosby was referring to consensual or non-consensual sex. But all this is just back and forth legal psychobabble. So you know what does all this mean? I feel like. The admission that Cosby made made irreparable damage to his public image. Even if the courts have overturned his sentence, he still admitted to heinous crimes against humanity. You know, he was giving quaaludes to women. I mean, even though he never stated it was consensual or non-consensual, still uh, he paid many women off millions of dollars so, I mean, what does that mean? It means that this man has a problem. So occasionally I still watch old reruns of the Cosby show, but all the allegations have dampened the enjoyment I once experienced while watching the show. So that brings me to Felicia Rashad. Felicia Rashad has always proclaimed the innocence of Bill Cosby. I'm not sure why, but something tells me she feels loyal to Bill Cosby due to the fame she received because she was selected to play his wife in the hit show, The Cosby Show, as Claire Huxtable. And she is still reaping the rewards of her playing that role. And recently she was uh, uh, made dean um, at Howard for a, uh, for a position. After the news, Felicia Rashad tweeted a statement that said, uh, finally, a terrible wrong has been righted. A miscarriage of justice has been corrected. She did that on Wednesday. And you know the internet dragged her for filth and had a field day. After she received all that backlash, she later tweeted she supports sexual assault survivors and didn't mean to be insensitive, as I said earlier, um, in May, Howard University hired Rashad as Dean of the College of Fine Arts. I think her first tweet could have jeopardized her position there. I don't know if Howard University pressured her, but on Friday, Rashad wrote a letter directly to those at Howard saying that she vehemently opposes sexual violence. This is what the statement said. This week, I tweeted a statement that caused so much hurt in so many people, both broadly and inside the Howard community. 
I offered my most sincere apology. I have since removed that upsetting tweet. I think the Cosby show left a um, indelible mark on pop culture and particularly in the black community, which showed and showcased highly successful uh, African-American people um, and a positive images of African-Americans um, in a family environment. And Bill Cosby had much to do with the success of the show. But I don't feel that a person's success should um, outshine the wrong that they do. And this is the reason why I don't think we should put people on pedestals, because once you put people on pedestals, then you have to knock them off that pedestal once um, you begin to see they're human beings and probably not the best human beings. I like what Dave Chappelle had to say. Let's not forget, let's not forget. I've never met Bill Cosby, so I'm not defending him. But let's just remember that he has a valuable legacy that I can't just throw away. I remember that he's the first black man to ever win an Emmy in television. I also remember that he's the first guy to make a cartoon with black characters where their lips and noses were drawn proportionally. I remember that he had a television show that got numbers equivalent to the Super Bowl every Thursday night. And I remember that he partnered up with a clinical psychologist to make sure that there was not one negative image of African-Americans on his show. I'm telling you, this is no small thing. I've had a television show. I wouldn't have done that shit. Gave tens of millions of dollars to African-American institutions of higher learning and is directly responsible for thousands of black kids going to college. Not just the ones he raped. <laughs> Here comes the kicker. You ready? Here's the fact that I heard but haven't confirmed. I heard that when Martin Luther King stood on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial and said he had a dream, he was speaking into a PA system that Bill Cosby paid for. Do you understand what I'm saying? The point is this. He rapes, but he saves. And he saves more than he rapes, but he probably does rape. The allegations against Cosby date back as far as the 1960s when Cosby was, Cosby was a rising young comedian and Emmy-winning co-star of the TV program, I Spy. While more than 50 women across the nation have accused Cosby of sexual assault and misconduct, statues of the, the statues of limitations in their cases make it um, pretty unlikely if there will be any additional um, cases against Cosby. You know, I think Bill Cosby has spent millions of dollars paying women off so that they would not tell the world about his crimes. Also, Bill Cosby probably never thought he would live long enough to experience the public humiliation that he's experienced over the last decade or more. But what kind of man creates this much chaos and believe that it would never come back to hunt him? Probably a man who believes he'll be dead when it does. <laughs> Bill Cosby's greatest crime is this. He lived much longer than he probably ever expected. In the effort to bring you inspiration, hope, and humor, we've come to the bright side 
of Life segment of the show. And remembering our spirit is essential to our well-being. We are spiritual beings having an exper a human experience. So I was watching a documentary uh, a few years ago entitled Belief. I don't know if you ever saw it, but it appeared on the OWN Network. And in that doc, I remember a quote that really resonated with me. And I wanted to leave you one of the quotes from that uh, documentary called Belief. The primary cause of human suffering is ignorance, a spiritual ignorance. What we have to remember is the Buddha gave us the torch for the darkness of our soul. The Buddha's message seemed simple. You are here. You are your own salvation. You must be your own savior because only you can save yourself. Nobody can do it for you. So thank you for listening to the show this week. I really appreciate it. Please continue to tune in, continue to leave your comments. Uh, you can stay in contact with me by emailing DJ at DJCareerCoach.com. Again, that's DJ at DJCareerCoach.com. I will leave the links to my social media in the show description. So remember to subscribe, like, comment, and leave a review. Um, and I will be back next week with another episode. Until then, take care. Bye.